<laughs> Woo! <laughs> Say it! Say it! Say it! That was too quick! <laughs> Welcome back to the Jojatorium. Once I think Pure 2, whenever uh, it was, we found the, the German Scheiser porn. That's not a lot of each other. You're in twerk classes over there. That's yeah. 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 That's <laughs> the fitness class. Working on them TikTok videos you like so much. Dead face. Got <laughs> <laughs> right in front of you. Welcome back to the Judge Torium. You know who it is. It's Adam. It's Matt. We're decaying with the boys. And spoiler alert, Halloween ends just the karate kid with stabbing. Oh, you didn't know? Yo ass better call somebody. Because Adam and Steve from Hop Nation have been bringing the best in Pittsburgh craft beer news to the thirsty masses for over five years. From news notes and neat to spicy boy summer revenge tour to letting you know that you need to grow up and stop drinking trash, Adam and Steve have you covered. So buckle up and remember that it's always stout season with the duo from Hop Nation USA. You can find them by searching out their name on any platform that begins with pod and ends in cast, but just make sure you tell them that the boys sent you. Welcome back. This is a special one. We have an episode so special that we saved it for our favorite time of year, spooky season. We have a first time home brewer here in the Jojitorium, Jason Mesher, friend of our friend of the podcast, frequent listener, our top fan. And you decided to dip your toes into the world of homebrew, and I'm excited to just pick apart your first beer. Okay. Sounds good. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Absolutely fucking thrash it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding, man. It might be great. Yeah. Well, no, we're excited that you uh, you took an opportunity, you, you brewed something up, and you saved it for us. You could have just tried it on your own and said lied and said it's it's amazing or it's really bad or whatever you want to say, but you saved it for us. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, and I, re- I realize it's a very big risk uh, bringing a first-time beer and brewer onto a public forum. So uh, – I'll face the firing squad as best I can here. <laughs> Don't worry. Our fans are very forgiving, and so are we. And I'm sure because you pay attention a lot, you you did a good job. We don't have any concerns about that. And we're going to find out <laughs> how that process went for you. But first, Adam, a decaying with the boys exclusive announcement. Go, go for it. Oh, snaps, huh? Yeah, snappies. Uh, yeah, so I think we discussed it briefly on the podcast last week. Um, but Bash Brew got asked to be on a panel for the 412 Food Rescue alongside local breweries, Hop Farm and Helltown. Uh, this took place last evening, um, as from when we're recording. Uh, for, for everybody listening, I guess that would have been Thursday evening, not that it matters too much. Uh, but we made a, a delicious apple cider donut and almond pastry brown ale for the event that uh, we took there exclusively for the event. Uh, it went very well. You might have seen it on our Instagram at bash underscore brew. Uh, if you are interested in getting that beer, we will be bottling our uh, – we have a full keg of it left. We will be bottling that next week. Reach out to me. And uh, for a $5 donation, you can get a, a bottle. And all of the donations, all $5 for each bottle, will go back to the 412 Food Rescue yeah. uh, to help them raise funds and do uh, even more programs going forward. Wonderful, yeah. And uh, I can tell you, just being able to have that beer here, it's a banger. 
it's worth more than $5, but your donation will help other people take the opportunity to get that those the food that's going to be thrown away and they get to use it for something else, repurpose it, and give it to people that are thirsty, like me, and thick, like me. Yeah, I like donuts. I like beer. Put them together. Call it donut beer. That's, that's what I like. Yeah. Yeah, and we, we had a great evening uh, presenting for them. Uh, Dave Bracey moderated the event. And, <laughs> you fancy. Yeah, it got, it got real fancy. I was kind of <laughs> knocked back a little bit. So it was a good time. Um, and the Hop Farm and Helltown were awesome to – be there with and be included with so thanks to the 412 food rescue for having us hope we can work together in the future and let's raise some money for them yeah absolutely so and you can go go ahead and follow adam at bachelor score brew on all social media so you can find out how you can get a hold of those bottles through yeah. his dms and remember all five dollars of that donation for every bottle goes back directly to the food uh well, I, I almost said food bank but it's not food banks food rescue, food rescue yes we're back to the food rescue yeah so, and uh if you're listening to this on sunday the day after this episode comes out i will post more details on how to get a hold of this beer on monday uh the, the day after this post so just keep your eyes on our Instagram. Speaking of beers, we have a first-time homebrewer bringing a brand-new beer into the Jojitorium, into the Battle Dome. And it's round one. Put that all together. <claps> round one beers. Jason, what are we drinking here, man? Okay, so the recipe we pulled off of uh, Beer Smith is called a porter of a stout. My brother Zach and I, uh, Mesh Mash, we are huge music fans, uh, particularly 80s songs. So... Uh, we are changing the, the names of these beers to fit either song lyrics or song titles. So we're calling this one Stout, Stout, Let It All Out. Uh, it's made with uh, chocolate malt, uh, some dry, dark dry extract. Um, the, the hops are, come on, Adam, help me. <laughs> East Ken Golding. Yep, there it is. There it is. Yep, and uh, some ma- Irish moss and yeah. a little bit of honey in there. Yeah. Hopefully it's uh, hitting well. This is the first person people to ever drink this yeah so you said there's there's chocolate malt in this right mm-hmm. and there's some honey that's those are the two flavors that i get more yeah. than anything i'm getting the chocolate getting right the chocolate off the front on the nose, yeah. yeah and then that honey nicely rounds out the back of it this is a good beer jason are you kidding me don't blow smoke this is a good beer no, man for a for a first try yeah <laughs> and for hearing some of your processes yeah. which were Gonna dive I'll, into. Oh yeah. Which we'll just say we're out of the ordinary. It's a very good beer. <laughs> yeah, this is this is really good, Jason. And in full disclosure, I had six damn beers and I remembered the hops he said that were in this at the beginning of our brew day today. That is pretty good. I like that. That's yeah. Very yeah. good. Uh it's a we did rush it, so it's a little undercard, but those yeah. that will get a little more carbs mm-hmm. as you let them sit. Yeah, yeah. you're probably about because you're just bottled eight or nine days. Yeah, since by we like start day fourteen bottle. it'll be yeah. Yeah. perfect. But, I mean, actually, this amount of carbonation is great for a porter. So. I was ready to say, yeah, for a darker style beer like this, you don't want it so overcarb because you start to get away from some of those, like, velvety, thick flavors. And I think those are represented really well here in your beer. Uh, like I said, the chocolate malt really, really plays well. It's actually sticking to my tongue right now, which is awesome. Um, yeah, damn good beer. Yeah, for man. the first time, it's very good. Yeah. Great chocolate. Really I get the honey. Man. Coming from you guys who are, in my opinion, Western yeah. Pennsylvania's biggest like uh beer connoisseurs that i i, I will take that you drink a lot of I, I will take that you know uh, it's a very high compliment thank I, you both i think you're mixing up connoisseur with alcoholic but we, <laughs> but we appreciate that compliment sir I agree with uh, you. you did a great job here jason I thank look, you i really look forward uh to your next beer which 
Or do you want to talk about your next beer that you're going to try out before we start diving into this yeah, one? Yeah, sure, we can. We're only doing very small five-gallon batches. Um, so uh, the ingredients should be arriving today. We're going to try a, an English Dark Mild, uh, probably brewing tomorrow. This will be Saturday night. So uh, be looking for that in a couple of weeks. Cool, man. All right. So let's dive into Mesh Mash and into you, man. We want to know, you know what makes you tick in the world of craft beer. But first and foremost here, can people find Mesh Mash anywhere online, or is that still kind of like in process for you guys? We're still very new. Um, my brother and I both have our own Facebook pages, um, Jason Mesher and my brother Zach Mesher. Uh, we'll post some pictures and things like that here and there. You might see some of our kids and things like that in there doing other activities. Um, but we don't quite really have yet the social media presence that Bash Brew or people like uh, social media megastar Mike Moore has, but <laughs> we, shots fired. Boop, 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 boop. But we'll hope to, we'll, we were hoping to get the beer made first and then worry about the social media later, just in case this tasted like garbage. So be on the lookout in the future. We'll, we'll get some, I do have a Instagram page, uh, drama dad and the letter J. So, okay. If you, I, I post some stuff on there, especially from today, I was down here helping, helping out so 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 dedicated social media forthcoming forthcoming yes nice okay so what kind of equipment did you use to make this particular beer okay what'd you operate off of um my brother got a home brewer kit for a christmas present two years ago from northern brewer so we used a lot of the stuff from there uh five gallon brew kettle like i said uh our good friend justin goodfellow uh gave us a, a, a brewing burner uh stand that he had before he used before from his home brewing days so we're very thankful for that so we didn't have to brew over our kitchen stove uh which is always good uh we got some carboys and a dry rack and some bottles and things like that from my uh, aj ackerman from uh bad chicken brewing so uh the home brewery community is very tight-knit and once they see a new person come in everybody wants to help them out so there's been a lot of support including equipment that have come from yeah. a lot of people. The one thing I really liked about uh, the homebrew community too, and it was funny because I saw at one point when you were brewing, you had a moment of self-doubt. When you, you posted something on Facebook, you were like, I'm not like, – kind of like, I'm not quite sure – and Bobby Notch is like, shut up. Just keep doing it. Like, like I don't know if I should buy that. Buy it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. right underneath. He, he, it's almost like he's just been following you to make sure you're doing okay. And and, and – you know, you're, you're naming some pretty heavy hitters here. Like you got Justin Goodfellow, you got Bobby Nacho, Ackerman, and Bat and of course Adams on, on board too. And that's what we'll get into here in a minute as well. But, um, whenever you're traversing through your first beer, you have to figure out what you want to make. So, mm -hmm. and, and most people try to go either dark beer or IPA because mm -hmm. it seems to be like the two lanes people stick with. So what made you choose these ingredients for this specific beer? It was just something that um, – a style that we both like, my brother and I. Um, we, we like all styles, but the first beers, especially craft beers that we were both introduced to, were darker beers. So we wanted to go darker. We saw they were relatively easier to make yeah. than the IPAs. So just for a nice little toe tipper you know, to get into the process, we decided to go with this, this style. Okay, it's so more like a strategic move yeah. to kind of get yourself acclimated to the process. That's awesome, man. And, and again – the beer is great, so you made a, you made an awesome choice. Thank and, you, and I, I'm excited to see I, and, how you do the next one. And I will say, like, not taking anything away from the beer because it is good, but a darker beer style, like a stout or a porter, for anybody else starting, is kind of a more forgiving style to brew. It's it's a good one to learn on. 
you can make a couple mistakes that you couldn't in a lighter beer, you know. Um, and it's good to start with something that has some forgiveness because you won't get discouraged if it. Not saying you should have if this was awful or or needed some tweaking. Um, and you'll always find that you want to tweak something about it, yeah. regardless oh, yeah. of how good everybody says it is. But a darker beer style, I, I find, is a more forgiving style. The other question I want to ask you too, Adam. So this is with fresh ingredients. This is all fresh. No extracts no, in there's this, right? He, there, he there's an extract, extract in this? Right, yeah. There's, okay. there's some dry extract in Okay, it, so yeah. dry extract. Mm-hmm. So, Adam, uh, just a quick a quick note to people because some people hit us up and say, like, hey, I want to go, go fresh, no extract. And they, Can you still develop, like, good – flavorful profiles with like an all extract recipe yeah i mean and i think jay even had some you had some grain in this one right like some yeah. specialty grain the chocolate yes yeah we, like we did some stewing so and i stuff mean like that yeah all extract can turn out fine especially getting started that's just the easier way to do it as you get more and more into an all grain um profile and, and brewing system the, the cost of the initial equipment goes up the cost of the ingredients go down um, so it's just like a balance of scales and how serious you want to take it and how into this hobby you want to get. More stuff can go wrong with all grain. Um, but there's not a flavor. If you ferment the extract right, there's not a flavor problem just because yeah. you used extract. You hear that? It, it might not be as complex as some. Get your extracts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not, it not might as not be as complex as yeah. like a stout without extract or like if he just used dark dry malt extract in this it would be a little more one note that chocolate definitely is coming through yeah that honey is definitely coming through so the more and more ingredients you add the more complex the flavor is going to be but it also takes the difficulty level up right you know so the the chance of failure is higher it's good to start with an extract learn the brewing process then bring in new yeah steps you just skip that shit yeah <laughs> you did pretty good i, I, I mean, skipped a lot of stuff yeah you'd be surprised <laughs> so the one thing i don't want to skip though is i want to get to know more about how you decide to get your hands around a pint of beer so jason okay. what got you into craft beer was it an event a particular beer a moment what was it i mean well beer in general i was i guess maybe by most people's standards i'm kind of a late bloomer i was a sophomore at iup uh, I had my my first beer. I didn't really focus too much on craft beers back then. Um, but about eight or nine years ago, we moved to where I live now in North Huntington, and there's a brewery right in our backyard. And my father-in-law and I went down to check it out. We really enjoyed the beers down there, and that was kind of like my gateway. That's Quinn Brewing Company in North Huntington. Um, then we started getting – I started getting curious on social media, and Adam – I found a, a he, I think he was doing the chat face here at the Jojatorium. He had some, some bottles. So I just reached out to him. He said, yeah, you want to come out and, and try some and take some home? So since then, since being introduced to Adam, it's opened up like a whole world of, wow, there's all these great Pittsburgh area breweries because Adam always says, hey, we're going here, we're going there. So that makes people like my father-in-law and I go out and want to check them out. I yeah. know it sounds like I'm blowing smoke, but no, you're making his head so no. fucking big. No, I'm just laughing because it makes me sound like an alcoholic. It's like, we got this brewery, then this brewery, then this like, brewery. You're not far off. Well, you, mean, but you're missing one thing. It's like, it's like, hey, dude, we're going to go to this brewery. There's a food truck there that I really like. <laughs> I'm, up like I'm up like 15 pounds just in barley and hops in the last We just did it the other day. Year and a half. We hung out for a Saturday, a and he was like, He's like, we're going to go this one, this one, and then Blue Sparrows at this one, and then we're going to go this one. 
So I, you got hooked. It's like you tried heroin for the first time with this guy. Yes. And I can I can see. You could why. be like a travel agent for absolutely Pittsburgh Brewery, <laughs> Brewery tours right there. So your first craft beer. So you said whenever you were a sophomore, you, you were kind of doing the fuzzy yellow stuff, getting your hands on. What was your first like real craft beer you got your hands on? I mean, does Newcastle Brown Ale count? Nope, doesn't. Try okay. again. <laughs> it's an import, at least. It's, yeah, import. it's, it's an import. It's brown water. Okay. <laughs> Try again. I'll, then I'll say uh, it was probably the uh, Horse Eye Stout at Quinn Brewing Company. It was okay. like the first, the first beer. So maybe psychologically that played into me picking a stout to brew. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Laid the, the train tracks for you. Right. Nice, man. Plus okay. Newcastle. Brewed in England. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even though it's not technically a craft beer, the Newcastle, it was definitely a step up from like the Beast Ice they were serving at a lot of the parties. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. If I have options and there's Beast in Newcastle, Papa's drinking Newcastle. <laughs> not quite, I mean, a good import. Not quite as good as Guinness. Made in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite. I, you stir the, the pot. Every damn time. <laughs> I just heard that our we need some. We have some very good listeners in Ireland. That we do. We do. Wanted a shot. We do. They, I love Guinness. We do. We love Guinness. Well, and I, Shamrock Shakes. I don't know if you're. That's not. No. I don't that, know if they were involved in that. No. It is at no. McDonald's. Hey man, isn't that an Irish fella? Mm, racist. I have a, <laughs> I no. Do, I do have a McDonald's question. Not to get us off topic. Yeah. But. The ice cream machine is always almost always broken. Why isn't it broken when there's shamrock shakes? Can I tell you something real quick? By the way, and I'm glad you did did this for me because as a thick guy, I did some investigation on this one. And I talked to people at McDonald's because <laughs> I will go there every once in a while to get a sandwich, and they tell me it's not broken. It's just really hard to clean. Oh, so they just like if you Don't want a vanilla ice cream cone, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but when there's like the the shamrock shakes are like yeah the, the machine works now because oh, yeah. we're gonna upcharge six dollars for a, a milkshake that you can't drink with a straw by the way right you have to like wait for it to melt a little bit or be a fat kid <laughs> like me and just use your fingers and just get the supply and demand that's all it really is yep yeah uh so that spark led you to want to brew your own beer so did you do, the style you chose of course we talked about it being something that you felt it was more in your wheelhouse but during this process First time doing anything. First time we tried this podcast, we've talked about before, we messed up. Mm -hmm. So what were some of the hiccups that you <laughs> – oh, yeah. yeah. One day bad. we'll do a Patreon episode about that. But yeah. what were some of the hiccups that you got, you got yourself hung up on whenever you're trying your first beer? Well, like I said, a lot of this equipment uh, came from outside sources, friends of ours, we've never used before, like the burner. So – my brother and I just thought, we'll put some water in the kettle, stick it on, fire that baby up, and we'll just wait till it gets to 155. Fift 10, 15 minutes later, it's at 180 already. And we're like, holy crap. <laughs> and we're trying to turn it down and get it down low to where it needs to be at 155. We wasted, we basically wasted an hour of brewing time. Yeah. We could be able to turn Try the whole thing down. completely <laughs> off, remove it, and then put it back on at a low setting. So we're, we're, we learned our way through that. He's having trauma flashbacks over no, here. <laughs> well, in, all, in all fairness, he texted me that morning, and uh, Papa did a tour of the breweries in Pittsburgh. <laughs> so I was late waking up, and he's like, we can't get it down to 155. We haven't turned all the way down. I was like, shut it off. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all I texted, because I just woke up and rolled over. I was like, 
shut it off and let it cool down. <laughs> I don't even think Zach and I can take all the credit for the beer itself because I, I mean, you have to go back and check the phone records. There's probably at least 50 text messages to Adam dur- during the brew day. in the worst shape to give advice. <laughs> <laughs> he's hungover. It's still kind of, he's a quarter drunk. He's, oh, I was definitely still a little drunk. I mean, he could have he told me to piss off, but he, he was very helpful. He always is. He comes off like he's going to be all rough. He's a sweetheart. Oh, Look yeah. At him. Big teddy bear. He, he's all soft. <laughs> what one piece of advice did he give you that really stuck with you, though? There had to be like a point where you were like, hey, man, this is this thing that's happening. What do I do? How do I look for this? Like, what was one thing that stuck with you that you're going to use for next time? Oh, geez, that's, that's a tough one. I don't know. I mean, just always encouragement. He never lets me, even though I try to, anybody who knows me, I'm, I'm mostly a self-deprecating type person. Get the fuck out of here. I didn't even know yeah. that about you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, always, you know, being a good friend and just encouraging me to, you know, it, it still might turn out okay. And I think it, did turn out pretty much okay it's all gone it's gone over here yeah Yeah. delicious man um but yeah it's you know just just what i needed to hear at the time that i needed to hear it you know just to press on you know you didn't do anything majorly wrong everything can almost everything can be fixed you know and if it doesn't everybody messes up yeah just try again next time you know it's all good right yeah the key i mean the key in homebrewing is do not get discouraged there's there's so many people i meet it festivals and homebrew competitions that are like oh yeah i homebrewed once and like my second batch turned out like shit and i never did it again <laughs> just don't get just persevere you gave up at the worst time yeah when you fail you learn so much in all, in all honesty like my first batch you tried my very yeah. first one Viking you liked ass. it my second one was really good my third one was terrible i remember I that i dump it yeah um but i didn't give up like yeah. it's like all right in two weeks, I'll try again. Your your first beer, we, we lovingly, oh, I lovingly called it Viking ass. <laughs> it was a Bavarian German wheat. But it had so much malt. It was so good. Was, Matt, that beer was all extract. There yep, you there you go. All extract. With the hearing aids, I couldn't tell if you were saying Viking ass or not. No, it's Viking you ass. You said a second, I'm like, oh my gosh, that sounds <laughs> We called it Viking ass. Yeah. Well, because also, full disclosure, he has a really hairy ass. <laughs> That's what we are calling it Viking <laughs> That hairy Scandinavian ass. In college, I did. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, but now I use Manscaped. <laughs> Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the Manscaped. podcast. Uh, so, and our sales representative, Justin Goodfellow. <laughs> <laughs> so with all, everything that kind of happened with you and all the advice that you were getting and, and what you're hearing here and you've heard from all these other great home brewers and professional brewers, what's some of the advice you'd give to somebody who's listening to us right now? Who's like, they're kind of on the fence about wanting to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. So what would you tell them uh, in words of encouragement or words of caution? What would you let them know? I mean, it's, it sounds really cliched, but just, you just have to do it go out and give it a try. Have fun. Don't be afraid to mess up. Like we said, ask for help when needed. Um, I, I don't know. I I really enjoyed it because uh, my brother, I uh, has a one-year-old child. I have two young girls. We don't get to spend a whole lot of time together. So this was something we could do together, uh, a brother bonding kind of experience. So something we share together and look forward to doing again. So if you have that, if you have a partner, you know, to do it with, uh, you know, that, that makes it all the better. But, uh, yeah, don't don't get discouraged. You know, just keep keep trying at it. Awesome, man. Yeah, and that's, and that's what we encourage her to try. Try and fail, but. I'd rather people fail and try than fail and give up. Yeah. yeah. Can, can I jump on the partnership uh, sure. bandwagon? Do you want to talk about what me and you did today? Yeah. Sure, go ahead. In full disclosure, we nope. did a brew day today. You, no, explain no, why. Nope, nope. 
You reached out <laughs> okay. to me to do it, this so you it. explain yeah, it. Yeah, talk about it, man. It's your story. I mean, it's a story we share, but it's your story to tell. Yeah. Well, uh, as you heard me mention before, uh, my father-in-law and I, uh, we're not just father-in-law and son-in-law. We live in the same house together. Uh, we were we were buddies. We were drinking buddies. We'd go out to all these craft breweries together. We would meet wonderful people like Adam, like Justin, like Nacho, and et cetera. Um, we lost him in January. Uh, so it's, it's, it's been a rough, it's been a rough 2022 for our whole entire family. Um, when he, uh, two, two years ago for a Christmas present, a few years ago, actually before the pandemic, we got him a gift certificate to go down. So there was a place in Pittsburgh where you can brew your own beer. Um, Copper kettle. Copper kettle. I was going to yeah. say golden kettle, but I knew that wasn't right. Yeah, copper kettle. It's a metal. It's a, yeah, it's some <laughs> kind of kettle. Um, he made a Belgian triple down there and was very proud of it. So when he would meet these brewers, and he always wanted to meet the head brewer at every brewery we went to, he'd make sure if he made friends with them, the next time he was there, he would give them a bottle of his, of his Belgian triple that he made. There's only one left that's still on my shelf. But I asked Adam a while ago, you know, with uh, the anniversary of his passing coming up, uh, if we could... If you would ever think about making a Belgian triple, I don't think you ever tried to make one in the Jojatorium before. I could be no, wrong. I made a few Belgian saisons. I've actually made no Belgian anything's in the Jojatorium. I made some. I made a Belgian saison when I was still doing stovetop, basically, to where you're at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, it was on my list, but haven't done it. So we decided to give it a try. We were. It was a long brew day today. Uh, one of his favorite catchphrases when he drank beers, he had a couple of them, but he would say. This son of a brick is delicious, or this thing is smooth as silk. So Adam and I were going back and forth. What are we going to call it? I said, what's well, going to depend on the ABV? Yeah. If it's high and it knocks you on your ass, that's the son of a brick. Yeah. If, it's, if it's smoother and it's like subtle, then we'll do smooth as silk. We're pretty sure it's going to be son of a brick. I mean, yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tripel, so we're, we're shooting. It's going to be nine, probably a little bit over nine percent. That's a motherfucking yeah. brick. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that will be fermenting away down here for the next uh, 20 or so days. We're, we plan on getting it kegged up and serving it down here for full gear. Yeah. AW full gear. So if anybody wants to join us here in the auditorium, uh, yeah. we'll be having a viewing party and – Tapping two versions of the Belgian, we are going to uh, put cherries in five gallon in a keg of it, and we're going to leave a keg of it just as a tripel. To that was Dave's version. I think but we just want to see what it can do with some cherries on it. Too. Yeah, I think the cherry one was uh, Justin Goodfellow's recommendation. Yeah, he said he said throw as many cherries in it as he can. Yeah, he's a big proponent to cherries. He loves in, cherries. Uh, he loves. If them. he could rename Yellow Bridge, he would call it Cherry Bridge. Cherry Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> He told me that actually. Yeah. When uh, it's actually an interview I had from the Homebrew Fest, uh, North Hills Homebrew Fest. He was like, "Hey man, I'm really trying to pitch this to Yellow Bridge about renaming it Cherry Bridge and changing all the colors to red instead of yellow." So I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I can't go on with the good fellow and how much he loves cherries anymore. But I, I thought it was a cool idea that uh, you know Jason came to me with, and I'm honored to do a Belgian Chapelle, which is one of Dave's favorite. Uh, beers to drink and and obviously make when he got the opportunity and dave was down here for so long for, so for us to keg it up and debut it at an event down here where i met dave it's pretty freaking cool besides chat face that i said we we had like for the first time he the happiest moment was when he was able to procure a bottle of the 
four horsemen that you brewed with with the other guys <laughs> yeah. and he always that's always a feather in his cap that he met all the four horsemen and he made such a bond especially with with adam with bobby and with justin so awesome. yeah to have one of any of those three make a beer in his uh in his honor is like really special yeah, yeah. And, and you know what man i'm uh i'm really happy that you came on here to talk about that too man we love dave and uh it, it's cool to preserve his legacy so oh yeah i'm glad that can happen thank here. you yeah now I gotta do a good job at fermenting it so I don't ruin this whole thing. <laughs> uh oh, the pressure's on Adam. But the pressure is not just on Adam because we're moving into what's called the lightning round. You know how this works. We're a combat sports podcast. We love combat sports. Shit, a lot of our listeners love combat sports. But do you love combat sports? Sure we're about works. to find out. So we've amassed a bunch of questions here, and Adam and I are going to go back and forth. Adam going first, me going second, so on and so forth, until we run out of questions or you run out of brain cells, and we'll find out at the very end, are you a combat sports fan? Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Adam, go. Have you ever stone-colded two beers or two beverages at the same time before? I have not. You've seen me try to shotgun a beer. It's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> embarrassing. If I could describe it in one word. Pathetic. <laughs> Jason, if the CEO of Beyond Meat tried to fight you, could you take him? I looked up. I've seen pictures of him before. Yeah. He's, he's thicker than me, especially like muscular wise. Like, I mean, look at me. Look at these things. I'm not beating anybody up. So, yeah, he could, he could kick my ass. Oh, no. <laughs> he's going to eat his nose. <laughs> he has a hunger for red blood now. Right? <laughs> Jason, how many fights do you think Jake Paul has won? I don't know this answer. This is completely random. I'll say six. Trick question. Zero. He pays everyone to take dives. He's never won a fight ever. <laughs> ever. Well, how many? How many? I'll take by Matt. England, I love you. <laughs> how many dives has he won? Uh, five. Okay. Five. Okay. Yeah. So He's, you're close with six. Yeah, That's you're not good. bad. Yeah. Uh, how many penis-shaped candies do you have to be fed before you vote for a right-wing party in Germany? There is no amount of candy, no matter what shape it is in, that will make me vote for anybody. I'm talking to you, pollsters, in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I will take all the candy because I'm not going to, like, turn it down. Look at me. I'll take your pencil erasers. I'll take everything. Doesn't mean I'm going to vote for your candidate, but I do like eating candy. Please stop sending me emails to my Gmail. It is filled up. Do you know how many? I'm on the fence. I'm not committing to anybody. Do you know how many bags of chips I have pinched with a Fetterman clip? Like, they just keep coming to my house like, will you vote for John Fetterman? I'm like, do you have the potato chip clips? As I'm like eating the, eating the I need a barn of potato chip clips. They're like, so many emails from this dude. He's not, I looked it up. He's not even in my district. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> he's like Southern California. Like, what the fuck? No, he's in Pennsylvania, but he's like South Fayette. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, my turn. Daiquiri the dog sent us a DM. Woof woof growl woof. Translated, that's fight me, ho. Are you taking this match? This is an actual dog. Yeah, it's yeah. the dog that won. So a there's match. no right answer for this. So if I fight the dog, then I'm an asshole. For he is going to get you. If I get another dog to fight for me, then I'm like Michael Vick. Yep. So there, Ooh, there, there's yeah, no right answer. I will there is a right answer. No. Take the dive. You take job. Well, like job Psycho Mike. You job to the dog. I'll do the, yeah, I'll do the Jake Paul. Job. Yeah, uh, bah, yeah. You pay the dog to take a, take a dive? Yeah, I can do that. Pay him in biscuits. New answer! Yeah. <laughs> pay him Perfect. in biscuits, whatever. Pay him in biscuits, take the right. dive. That's, that's a sick answer. Would you split a muffin with CM Punk? 
I'll split a muffin with anybody because even though it doesn't look like I miss many muffins, I am a sharer. Yeah? No, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I don't not get down on nothing. I'm down for a muffin. <laughs> uh, would you bare knuckle box Mike Tyson at his current age for $1 million or gloved up Mike Tyson back in his prime for $15 million? I mean, you would have you would have the protection of the gloves being on and you get more money, but the, there's going to be a lot more power behind the punches. But you know what? I'm poor. I'll take more money. He can keep the gloves on. You're going to lose your eyesight. <laughs> just, I'll be like, just, I'll be like Homer. Just pull a Tyrone Woodley, and as soon as you get hit once, you just be like, oh, out. oh yeah, that's right. Take a dive. Like, yeah. Dude, but he'd get on top of you and eat your face. Like, back then, he was on cocaine like, and fucking. Like, like, you worked for Beyond Meat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last but not least, the best question ever. Take two fictional characters, pit them together in a death match. Go. Any kind of fiction? You pick it, okay. pick your hated ones, your most okay. favorite ones, whatever you want to do it. People usually go for like two guys. I'm going to go for two women okay. to go against each other, and hopefully nobody survives. Okay. Um, I want Flo, the progressive girl, because <laughs> I can't stand any commercial. Yeah. How can you not go out with John Hamm? He's like trying his best. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's great looking. You're blind. And he's dreamy. Yeah, yeah give, him a, give him a chance. Cool. And Skylar White on Breaking Bad. Boom. Oh, I Dude, love and it. They, and they like, what, they just like, meet in the ring and the ring blows up? Maybe. Yeah. 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 Which, <laughs> Splitting yeah. death match. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. There we go. Bare knuckle box each other to death. Adam, do you know who doesn't die, though? Our sponsors. And the best p- podcast in the universe, Casting Views. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, of course. No. <laughs> <laughs> Casting views. <laughs> Casting views. Casting views. <laughs> That's right. Our sponsors and casting views. We love you, Dan and Lou, and we love our sponsors. And they love us. And we support casting views and our sponsors. We get to bring you some pretty cool stuff by talking to Jason Mesher of Mesh Mash. And we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Judge Torium. You know who it is. It's Adam. It's Matt. And as you can see, we are all tatted up. So, Adam, I have to ask you, buddy, what's the number one rule about having tattoos? Aftercare, Matt. That's right. Aftercare. And what's the number one company for aftercare? I only use Lucky 13s. I only use Lucky 13s as well. So, And all of our fans can, too. So if you go to Lucky13s.com and use our promo code MATA193529, you can save 25% on your entire order because... From the first line of your tattoo and beyond, Lucky 13s keeps you looking fresh. Hey friends, this is Michael J. Mayone, host of Micro Break, the podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish. Join me each week as I break down what's going on in the world of entertainment, technology, and more. Micro Break is a fun and entertaining podcast that respects your time and more importantly, your short attention span. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or your favorite podcast app. This is Josh Scar from Talking Smack. You're in the Jojatorium with Adam and Matt on Decaying with the Boys. Welcome back. Hopefully you heard something that you like. Because, again, when you support our sponsors and casting views, you support us. And when you support us, bringing some pretty cool stuff like talking to Jason Mesher of Mesh Mash. So we are in the second round. 
we have an incredible second half here with a bunch of beers and it, it's we've been drinking a lot let's just not get it twisted Adam and i've been going around a little too much and i we, missed a lightning round question we already did the lightning round I, I there was one that was sent in late from a listener i would never step on the toes specifically for jason a, who the fuck knew we had him on i don't know Okay. Well, might be uh, maybe a family member. I don't know. Ask away. Whoever this is wants to know what your favorite curse word is. Uh, because my children may be listening to this, I'll just use one that I used often, and I'll just say, shit. You're soft as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like my shit. <laughs> He's got those ones that like kind of fill up the toilet, like you had like loose sand from the beach, and you're like building the castle out of it. That's what his poops look like. Why you got a camera to... on my toilet? Don't talk about toilets around me. I, to- toilets don't survive. <laughs> <laughs> toilets die tonight. <laughs> toilets die tonight. <laughs> so we are in round two, and we'll have to call it our fall battle bracket edition. So, it is spooky season, and Jason, just like you know, and just like any other craft beer enthusiast knows, this is a time where Mars and Spice beers, uh, Fest beers, uh, pumpkins, everything else comes out to play, right? You get a oh, yam yeah. in there every once in a while. Every once in a while you do. And now that I've been drinking a lot, we found six beers that we love in the fall season. And just like last year, when Full Pint reigns supreme with Steinmeister, we found six new contestants to bring to the Battle Dome, and... You get to join us for this one. Perfect. Thank you. So we are going to pit them all together and see uh, who reigns supreme in the fall season. But the other thing about this, too, is people can know, hey, these are six incredible beers that you can go all around the area to get. We have things from up near where I live, up near – it's in Connie Creek. We have things all the way down to Hitchhiker and everything in between. So this is pretty cool, man. All the way down to Mondays in Washington County. Oh, my goodness. We are – Running counties on this thing. We're diverse on this one. Before yeah. I think last year we were just Allegheny County. I think so. We were pretty close. I'd have to listen back. <laughs> we're not going back that far, but <laughs> the way this is going to work out is we are going to introduce the beers. We're going to crack them open. We're going to pour them out. We're going to taste them. And then guess what, guys? I found listener questions for us to answer while we try the beers out. All Woo! right. All right. So thanks again to all listeners that follow us. We are at DecayNWTB on all social media. Send your questions in to our DMs and to our Gmail, DecayNWTB at gmail.com, and we can answer them here on the show. So I guess uh, I will introduce my beer first. Yes. I went to my boss, uh, Ben Stefan, down at Arboretum Trail, and I got the Hills Have Pumpkin, the Imperial Stout with pumpkin roll and spices. Mm. So if you want to go ahead and crack that Sounds for cool. me and pour that out for everybody. You got it, sir. Uh, Arboretum Trail is down on Washington Boulevard here in Pittsburgh in Allegheny County. And if you don't know who Ben Stefan is, he's a guy who started off in a distribution-only uh, outfit. And then he actually took over the old couch space, RIP. Homebrewer Supreme, Ben Stefan. Yeah, and then he decided to bring out some amazing craft beers like this one. This is a, uh, a pumpkin roll stout. That clock, I think I'm over-serving everybody, by the way. Which is fine. Uh, and the ABV, <laughs> I think, is hovering around 8%. Oh, we're all getting full five-ounce pours. Wonderful. Sure. So, Jason, while you have that in your hand, go take your first sip. Adam, go ahead, take your first sip. And I'm going to read you guys the first question. Name a horror movie with a perfect ending. Me? Yep, good, Jason. Uh not as big into horror movies as you folks are, but I really like the ending of Saw, the initial Saw. 
That's a good one. Yeah, Ooh, that's yeah a good one. the twist ending mm-hmm. on that one. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Okay, Adam. It's probably cliche at this point, but I think the Devil's Rejects has a great final scene. They're riding into a hail of gunfire, listening to Freebird. That's, well, that's a good Freebird's one. the soundtrack. Yeah. Very violent, very gory, with like a kind of a peaceful, wistful, wistful song over top. I'm not drunk. No, I like that one, and I like that Adam's a little hammered. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, hear me out on this one, stick with me on this one. I'm going with Critters, the first one, okay. the first Critters, uh, because those little bastards, uh, they're ra- running around that little that little farm town, and the big ball of Critters that eats the one guy, like rolls over and eats him, amazing scene. But when the Critters get eradicated, it made me feel good inside. I felt a catharsis. Something felt good inside of me when the critters were all eliminated and i and i just bought all the critters movies by the way you had a hard week this week i did <laughs> but i bought all the critters movies uh at walmart they had all like seven or so movies and i watched them all again so that's why i think it's all about. i like critters <laughs> i got it since we're still sipping i got a second one okay martyrs has a good ending. dude what the fuck <laughs> and don't you dare watch the american version you watch the french version because it's the best yeah what was the what was the critters movie that I believe Scott Grimes was in? He's in one of those movies. Remember Scott Grimes, redheaded kid? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Critters two. Yeah, I think it was the second one because uh, he was like completely infatuated with the the woman who was in the Playboy magazine who took over the. Because I mean, Whoa, I gotta watch Critters. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it, you remember Critters though, like that? No, the, I don't. I don't know if I've ever seen Critters. Wow. The alien bounty hunters. Okay, then alien bounty hunters would come to Earth or wherever planet the Critters take over. If you watch some of the other ones, they're like in different areas. But the bounty hunters show up, and they're like plain vessels. Like they're they're just no distinction on their face or anything. And when they, they see look something, like humans though, or they look... they're humanoid s. So they're like men in black. Yeah, to, okay. yeah, very much so. Not but, like Will Smith and no, they're not Tommy slapping Jones, Chris Rock. But like the conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, very much so. So when they show up there, and they're like in like some BDSM leather like tunics oh. and stuff, it's pretty awesome. So like Hellraiser meets men. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whip Boom. me, daddy. Boom. So they'll look at something. Uh, Miami, Miami, Miami. <laughs> they'll look at something that's in like the like, the canon of whatever that planet is. And this episode, in, in Critters Two, mm-hmm. uh, the the vessel sees a Playboy and actually takes on the body shape and type of the centerfold. Is that Game called on, the you main know what? I'm course. sorry. I'll, I'll watch it. Tonight. The main course? Is it Critters 2 in the main course? I thought you were main... calling the centerfold the main course. No, no, I was like, gee whiz. Jason. No, no, no kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, the main course. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know why. That was like right in my heyday of like HBO growing up. I think they played that all the time when I was growing up. So I well, watched, yeah. It was a shock film mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a shock film. So, Adam, what beer is Arboretum Trail going up against? So I'm matching your pumpkin with my pumpkin, and it is the Hallowed Ground from Intergroove Brewing. It is their pumpkin ale. It is brewed and packaged by Intergroove in Verona, PA, if you want to crack that open. They also have a tap room in Allentown, PA, Allentown, Pittsburgh, PA, the neighborhood, not the town on the east side of this uh, state. Um, so go check out both of their locations. Their hours are posted on their website. Uh, they, I believe they put their food truck schedules up on Instagram. So check them out. Intergroove Pittsburgh. And yeah. uh, by the look, I did not know by the can, but I did know by experience last year. 
not a stout. It's no. uh, more of a, a traditional ale, kind of amber to almost orange in color. Might be a lot of pumpkin in there. Super pumpkin. Oh my gosh, the smell is crazy. Yeah, super pumpkin. Yeah, this is awesome. I like this a lot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what else I like? Questions from our listeners. Have you ever obsessed about something? It could be anything. Something that you found yourself like for a couple weeks or a month or even now. Like you saw it, you liked it, and now it's all you ever do. I mean, for me, it's certain musicians, bands. You know, I'll I'll travel like Adam does to go see bands and things like that. Uh, What's the furthest you've traveled for a band? So far... I've gone to uh, the center of uh, Indiana, the state, uh, like Noblesville, Indiana. Um, but next year, if my wife lets me, please, I get to go to the Gorge in Washington, the other side. Of yeah. The, yeah, Washington Whoa. State, the Gorge, to see nice. a concert out there. Nice. Labor Day weekend. What band is that? I don't want to say. It's Dave Matthews' band, isn't it? Of course it is. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> you love that shit. I Enjoy do. your trip. I hope they don't poop on you. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, <laughs> fuck them. What do you obsess over? Uh, beer. Okay. Specifically beer I brew. I obsess because I think it's going to be terrible. Okay. Um, music. And serial killers? Yeah, I can Makes see that. Makes me sound like a soccer mom. Well, yeah, you do. Uh, do you also hold your coffee cup with two hands? No, I don't watch, like, the freaking ID channel bullshit. I Women like the, who kill. No, I like the true blue, like. Read about them. Yeah. yeah. Read a couple books. God damn it. <laughs> um, and watch, like, the biography movies yeah. and stuff like that. I like that. Um, ID Channel's fucking shit. Too ID many, Channel. Too I, many goddamn commercials, and they have a lot that's of That's what I'm saying. The, a half an hour uh, thing about a serial killer, and the, you, have a, you have a commercial set every five minutes. Oh, yeah. You don't get to watch anything. You're just watching commercials. I want Tide Pods all of a sudden. No, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite place to go from not reading about serial killers but listening to them. Last podcast on the left. Oh, absolutely. They yeah. cover it with a great sense of humor, which maybe isn't the most polite way to cover it, but yeah. I enjoy it. The way they covered MK Ultra still makes me giggle yeah. every day. Uh, <laughs> the Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Their Jeffrey Dahmer coverage was great. Um Henry Lee Lucas, yeah. that whole – I think there's a three-part of Henry Lee Lucas that's pretty freaking good, too. Big shout-out to our friends of the podcast, too, Sure, Coded Motor. Um, they also – They cover – Cover some great serial Cover some great – and they bake a lot of stuff, which is awesome for us thick dudes. Yeah, because I can't do that. It just makes me hungry. <laughs> I eat while I'm baking. You send me to my local Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> that's that's how trash I I've am. seen a lot of their ads, you know, during watching your podcast yeah. that I always watch, and I'm, I'm intrigued. I want you to try it. it. Karen and Ann do incredible work. It's and 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 I they're doing some things I can't talk about right now, but there are some big things going on for that podcast soon and I can't wait for it to break. They are the next my favorite murder and they just don't know it yet. Oh wow. But they're just they're fantastic. I love Karen and Ann. As long as they're not that one I dislike. Swords and scales or whatever. That's a tough one. I can't stand That's it. Tough one to get through. It's so pretentious. Yeah. Um the thing I obsess about But not sure you could have No. They're awesome. The thing I obsess about, oddly enough, uh, Harry's razors. I can't, I can't use anything else on my face other than Harry's products. So I have like a hair. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? I, I do. Yeah, the, I have some. I can't, I can't get the fit like the contours of my yeah 75 chins. Yeah, same. Likewise, right. I have 74. I'm th I'm thinner than you. Okay, but <laughs> and you know it. Yeah, and I know it. <laughs> but I have to use that those products. I can't go anywhere else uh, for my for my shaving 
accoutrement. Does Adam grow facial hair? He does. Right no. here. He gets this thing. No, I do get like a neck beard. But we've never, <laughs> we've never discussed this before. And yeah. I, I also use Harry's. We've oh. never literally discussed yeah, this before. I, but yeah. yeah, Harry's is the shit, yeah. man. Great, great product. Sponsor us. Sponsor Will you grow a, a mustache for November, Adam? I can. You should. That sounds good. Against my wife's best wish- wishes. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Listeners, tell them. It's bad. It's like Jonathan Davis in 1995. Ooh, that's <laughs> rough. It's bad. That's rough. Adam, you got to finish the rest of that while I ask Jason. Jason, you've tried Arboretum Trails, the pumpkin, or the Hills Have Pumpkins, and you also have tried Inner Grooves, the uh, Hallowed Ground Pumpkin Ale. If you had to eliminate one after tasting them, which one would it be? And, rem- and remember, too, eliminating them does not mean that they're bad. Correct. They are both friends of the podcast and have been on before, though, so yes. no pressure. And they're both very wonderful people. I've, I've talked yeah. with both of them in, in social aspects, and, and I like them both dearly. Um, but if we're going based truly on pumpkin, I probably have to lean more towards inner groove. Okay. That's my See, vote. here, here. He said, fuck you, Ben. <laughs> I would never say that to Ben. Ben, you know me. I love you. You know that. Ooh. So you're going to go inner groove. I, th- this... For this, uh, this vote, I will vote Intergroove. One vote for Intergroove. Adam, who you going with? Oh, you're going to go ahead and go third, huh? Be the good guy? Of course. <laughs> um, I think these are two very different pumpkin beers. Very much Two so. very right. different styles of people. If you were going for the sweet pastry pumpkin flavor, Intergroove would be my pick. However, I am a stout guy. Um, so as good as the inner groove, yeah, I am a stout guy. <laughs> I drink the stouts. It makes me stout. It all goes full circle. Um, so I do love the inner groove. But if you're looking for, like, sweet pumpkin pastry beer, boom, inner groove. That's Go for it. it. Yeah. But my pick to move forward will be the Arboretum Trail. The, was it the Hills Have Pumpkin? The Hills Have Pumpkin. Hills See, have I pumpkin. even know because I already, I already drank a four-pack of this in the secret time. So did I. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big yeah. stout fan, so i got to pick that. So I understand why it's you It's almost picked... as good as Shatfaced. That is shade, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I understand why you picked Inner Groove, honestly, because it is a sweeter pumpkin, and I do enjoy it. I like, I like, I, I would imagine, like, rimming my glass with a little bit of the pumpkin spice to Honestly, have... not to interrupt, but before you yeah. pick yours, if you 50-50 these, it might be amazing. Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys... It would be, like... It would. It might blend well. Yeah. Well, here's the problem, though. You gotta save a little bit of that Arboretum Trail because it's moving on. I'm gonna pick Arboretum Trail. The Hills Have Pumpkin, only because, again, too much like you've uh, assessed with Adam, I am also a stout guy. Um, I love both of these beers dearly. I could drink either one of them, uh, but when it comes to that campfire, I want the stout and and that roasty flavor that mm-hmm. kind of comes along with that. Oh, yeah. Not to say the inner groove one is bad. I love Hallowed Ground. I've had four packs of it, but for right now, Arboretum Trail is going to move forward. Yeah. No argument for me. And uh, yeah, for all the listeners, again, both of these great representations of pumpkins, uh, pumpkin beers. Go get them. I think yeah, they're the hell both. With, the hell with Pumpkin from Southern yeah. Tier. Go get these. I have not Gone. checked, but I think they are both still available. They are still available. So, so what I did, Adam. Grab them. Verona, yeah. Allentown for inner groove, Allentown, yeah. Pittsburgh again. And then out to uh, Larimer, out by the zoo, Washington Boulevard for Arboretum. What I did was I checked on all these beers, and they're all still available. Oh, uh, no, they're not. <laughs> Would the one go out? 
this one's gone. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a liar. So all but one of them. Oh, so. man. And you'll find out which one that is here momentarily. Yeah, there is one. The The last one we feature is gone. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. We get to have it. You don't. Nah, 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 boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> don't hate us. So, Adam, we're going to move on to a competition here where I think it's going to be uh, the out-of-county battle. Yeah, it actually is. Yeah, yeah it's the, uh, the outer counties here. Yeah. So, up by me, I have a wonderful brewery called Connie Creek, and they came out with their Oktoberfest. This is a wonderful little Oktoberfest. He, he does a little 12-ounce cans that are nice, sweet, and compact. Um, you can get mixed Forskis at all times at Connie Creek. Oh. So, if you like different beers, they can uh, mix and match you a six, which is really nice. But this one's clocking in at 5.7%, and, of course, it's their German-style lager. And uh, Adam, you go crack that and go ahead and pour that for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find Connie Creek online, uh, Facebook and Instagram, Connie hey, Creek Brewing. And they actually have two tap rooms. There's one in uh, Lower Burl, okay. which is kind of it's um, it's kind of out there a little bit. Mm-hmm. The other one's in Saxonburg. It's actually in a Sprankles. So when you go to favorite. the favorite, I know it's great. So you can actually. Uh, and the way they worked it out is you can go to Sprankles, go to Connie Creek, get a pint, and then walk around to your shopping and then come back and drop your glass off. So what better way to shop for your groceries than with a little bit of Connie Creek? So Sprankles is a grocery store? Much akin to like a shop and save. Okay. Yeah, okay. Very much so. Um, Connie Creek has been a staple for me when I moved out that way. That was the one brew that opened up uh, about a year after I moved up to where I was. And they did a great job of bringing more traditional styles to uh, their tap room. Okay. He usually has about 10 rotating at any time. Oh, wow. Like I said, mixed mixed, uh, mixed four packs or mixed six packs, I, I, I should say. Um, great, great job. Uh, thank you, Adam. You got it, brother. Yeah. So go ahead, you guys. Go ahead. Take your first sips. While I uh, continue to ask you guys some questions here. Great color on this just mm-hmm. from initial... Yeah. Great amber color. So, you have to pick a cinematic universe to live in. Which one is it? Jason. Let's make Adam answer first. Okay. When, I, when I answer, he's going to be pissed at I me. like this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I already kind of know. I don't know if it counts, so I do have a backup. But okay. I'm going with like the Tarantino universe. If I could go like Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it true romance and yeah well, what's the appeal and, uh, oh, it's just badass it's just like fucking it. fucked up and kinky yeah, you like, like that yeah, yeah, completely out of order I mean if not... you want my backup one I can give it but I think well, it's part I think it's a small part of a bigger universe that I hate let's go let's come back to that right. save that Jason Star Wars why it sounds it's dangerous because it sucks because it's what I've known since I've grown up, I I'll, I don't care how old I am. It's, it's something that uh, my my now my oldest daughter and I share. A new Star Wars movie comes out. We're going the opening weekend. I've been a fan since I was a kid. I'll never stop being a fan. I don't care how old I am or how much Adam says it sucks. I will stick with Star Wars. I do like that. However, if Order sixty six gets called on you, could you could you go into the daycare? With the lightsaber? I mean, look at me. Is I mean, I don't know. Am I? <laughs> what, what am I gonna like? Uh, Mr. Pink's gonna a kid kick you could out. Probably kick a kid could probably kick my ass, especially a Jedi kid. Well, yeah, dude, they're they're insane. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Like Order sixty six. Yeah. 
that you know if, what's cool though yeah take yourself out of that one just be like i'm gonna drive the at at the atat like i don't i don't even want like a jedi roll i just yeah. want to like just like start blasting people out i've seen people who have at ats for their mailbox and i'm envious that's pretty sick yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh as I as I think about what cinematic universe I want to live in, um, there's there's a bunch of different questions going on. Like, what can I survive in, or what can I have most, the most fun in? And the one I want to live in, hear me out here. I want to live in the John Wick universe. Yeah, because you got the hair. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, no, check check this out. Check this out. And you love doggos. I do. Yeah. But check this out. I don't want to be an assassin. I just want to work at the Continental. Do you see those fucking parties they throw in those movies? Dude, people are bumping. Like, I just want to work. I'll be like a bar back. Oh, no. That'd be sick as fuck. I think you just woke up something bad in me. Did I? Yeah, now I got two universes. Oh, God. Boring. Did you ever see this conspiracy theory that John Wick is what would happen if Neo took the other pill in the Matrix? I did see that, and I think it's a fantastic conspiracy theory. Really? I, yeah. I, okay. dude, I, I love it. I love okay. it. Yeah. It's like it's because they they chose him because he had the skill set already, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, if you don't want to join the revolution, we're just going to make you part of the revolution in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, dude. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I love. It. I love it. It, it was a <laughs> it was a creepy pasta at one point too on Reddit that I read. It was mm-hmm. amazing. I really I feel like that. Yeah. So what what else do you have here? So now I got two. Yeah. Uh, one is the X Men. I would love to be a mutant. <gasps> what fucking power would you have? But. That I think that's a small part of the larger Marvel universe <laughs> that I hate. Yeah. yeah. So maybe like I don't know what power could kill most of the other superheroes. I'm so th- you, you want to be like I just want the mutants and myself hanging out. Oh, you know me and Rogue by the pool chilling. You only want close to Rogue. No, Storm is cool. This is where we get to every time. Jean I mean, Grey. He, he went from Jean Tarantino to X Men. I mean, that, that's, that's a. Yeah. Listen, he only wants mute, mutant booty. That's all it really is. It comes Superpower. down to I want <laughs> what superpower? What was the one that Anna Paquin played? That was Rogue. That was Rogue. Yes. Yeah. It was. That's if you want to talk about kryptonite. Right I want to get. I want to be really, really small. <laughs> no, I don't want to be the Ant Man. Like, I want to be really, really big. That'd be sick, yeah. Like Bigfoot Benjamin was. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Uh, I don't know what a cool, cool mutant thing was. Like, they took a lot of them. Yeah. Well, while you think about it, how about we crack open this Monday? Yeah, because yeah. Because the competition. Oh, but to, to say my other one, since yeah. you brought up uh, John Wick universe. Yes. I would also like to be in the hostile universe. Ooh, yeah. It's part of the Because you're fucking crazy. Yeah, it's part of the elite hunting club. Yeah. I, Dude. Yeah. Go to therapy. Go to Whoa, therapy. Whoa, maybe that's my superpower. No, it's not. Yeah. That's just called psychopathy. I'm German. <laughs> That's no, you're a psychopath. <laughs> you have a resting heart rate of 57 and you like black coffee and you want to kill people. Come to my hostel. <laughs> nah. Crack, talk about the goddamn beer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to lean into it this way, Sam. Uh, but I brought something from Washington County. It's Monday's Brewing's Marzen. It's an Oktoberfest he recently made. They are located in McMurray, PA. Down uh, between Peters Township and Cansburg, basically. Uh, right off of Route 19. Go check them out. One of my favorite places to go to. They're open every day of the week except Wednesday. And I think that's changing soon, actually. I think they will be open Wednesdays soon, if not by the time you're hearing this. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. Great place to grab it. Uh, you can get 
crowlers of everything they have on tap, and they have select cans available. In, I always feel uh, bad. I, cans. I live so far out in like that part of town, North yeah. Huntington, that like to go to one of these breweries, like it's it's a day trip for me. You know, I, yeah. I need to do it more often. You know, but uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm gotta, I have some good ones in my area. You gotta find a leg. That's all it is. You gotta like find like a couple in a row mm-hmm. that you can go to. Yeah. These yeah. ones are very close. They are very, very close. Very identical. Uh, you know what else is identical? Questions from our listeners. If you had to play a game show to save your life, what would it be? Jason. It would be Wheel of Fortune. Hundred thousand percent. Dear God, why? Because I'm fantastic he at it. He loves Pat Jack. Pat Sajak is 90% plastic. Pat Sajak, by the way, season ticket holder for the Washington Capitals. I fucking hate that show. He's a shit. <laughs> but he is a friend of the podcast. No, he's not. No, he's oh, not. No, no, he's no, not. no, no. Alex oh, Trebek was. I'm sorry. That's Vanna. Alex Vanna White, Trebek. friend of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When she presents stuff, I'm like, Vanna, you go, girl. And Pat biggest, talks. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it kind of leads into my answer. Biggest fan of our podcast. Biggest friend of the podcast. <laughs> Post, you know, post-mortem, sadly. Rod Roddy from The Price is Right. I'm going on The oh, Price yeah. is Right. Yeah, yeah. Price is Me Right. Me and you have had a lot of practice together with it. And oh, yeah, ever right. since COVID, I watched at least the first half of it on my lunch break. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's so, a great show. I've got a lot of practice. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like The Price is Right. It all comes down to the wheel, though. I have a it's like the wheel for my soul. Are you trying to make this like an ethereal thing? No, I'm just, I could win it. <laughs> I have a quick Price is Right question. Okay. At least back in the Bob Barker days. That's what I'm most familiar with. Yeah. Hole, hole in one, right? The putting game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People have watched it a billion times. Why is everybody so surprised when they miss the putt? And they go, but wait, it's hole in one. Hole or in two. two. Like, yeah. they always give they them a second chance. And they're like, oh, oh I'm just because a lot of people that they pick to be on the show are dullards. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I would Probably. do much better. You surprise people, except for uh, the guy from Killswitch Engage when he played. He was like, "I know this game inside and out." That's why you get metalheads to play your your games because <laughs> That's for you, Adam. Yeah, oh man, they just like about. they just watch. He won like religious... two cars, dude. He wouldn't <laughs> stop. He basically funded the whole tour for the <laughs> for the uh, Lantern album. <laughs> so if I had to pick a game show to save my life. I'm going to pick Deal or No Deal because I hate myself. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're going to die. I'm g- well, no. But you get to look at a lot of pretty ladies on your way out. Well, it's also to reading body language because I, I think uh, there's a part of them that uh, they know what case they have. They don't okay. know. I think they do. They don't know. I think they do. They barely know their age and height. They yeah, don't know they, what's in the case. They have to be 18-year-olds or plus because that's how you get on the show. And then they have to know at least how to read because they have to sign a contract. And then some of them marry British royalty. They, they do. When I say some of them, one of them. One, yeah. Well, one. How many? There was like probably three hundred of them. She married the. Struck best. gold. She she married the best one. I like him. The best. Struck gold. Yeah. I don't remember if that's Harry uh, or the other one. Well, I don't know their names. That, 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 Casting views help me out. Yeah, Dan. Which Lou, one do I like? Throw it out there for us. Uh, but I like the one that married the, the deal or no deal girl. But I think uh, deal or no deal, if I could read some body language and kind of get a sense of like, You might be who, good at that. I think I am. Like uh, works into your profession. A little bit, yeah. Have you ever actually tried out for a show or anything? Yeah, I did. I did actually, yeah. I took the Jeopardy quiz. Yeah, it's uh, – oh, I'm God. not getting on. <laughs> I, Jeopardy's my favorite one to watch. 
So, I, but I'm rather, kind of. I'd rather used to play drinking. Mm, I'm a lot like Corey Cunningham, so I think the best I can do is Price is Right. Do you want to know how bad this was for me? What show was it? So way back, um, I tried out for Hometown High Q. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. no! But you were from Carmichael. I was, and they were like, we had some really smart kids, and they were like, hey Matt, you go try. I'm like, I don't know if that's a good idea. And uh, for those who don't know what Hometown High Q is. <laughs> It's a show on like uh, KDKA. Is it KDKA? It's a local Pittsburgh station. Yeah, we're like really intelligent kids pit against each other to My answer. My Matt. I play the drums, and that was it, right there. They were like, "All right, so uh, Matt, we're gonna go on to a question about math." And I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like, yeah, they they put up some uh, like geometry question. I was like, "I know a squared, b squared, c squared, and that's it." That's I, the Pat- Pythagorean theorem. Yeah, and that's all I knew. So they were like, "I'm like, who put you on the show?" I, I was be like, a math professor, "I was like, oh my, my teacher put me on." They were like, "Get your teacher out of here." <laughs> Who is this person? You ruined the show. <laughs> I, I, I ruined the show. Yeah, you didn't even know No Way Out was a movie on Tubi, you idiot. I didn't. I didn't. Shout out to Hop Nation. Hop Nation, read it. So, I listened to it two weeks ago. Shout out to some beers here, though. We have Connie Creek going against Mondays. Change the subject to real eliminate. quick because he lost. I lost. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Your sweater one. Though. Jason, you're doing a great job going first here. So you have Connie Creek going against Mondays. Who are you taking? This is such a, it's a close call here. It's very close. Yeah. yeah. They're... they're very, both very, very good representations of what Oktoberfest beers I feel should be. Um, I'm probably going to lean towards Mondays a little more. Okay. Uh, just a little more, a little more flavor in there, I think, okay. than Connie Creek had. That's that's my vote. Okay, cool. So Connie Creek out for Jason. Adam. I'm going to have to agree with Jason. Uh, I do like the Connie Creek. It's great. It's a little sweet. And Mondays has a little more body, a little more bitterness. Um, so, sorry, I'm not bringing it down to a tiebreaker. That's okay. But Mondays also collabed with me, so absolutely I'm bias. Yeah, uh, I will. <laughs> no worries, I'll bolster Connie Creek. But up. Lee, you can collab with yeah. me. I'll bolster Connie Creek up. This is a serviceable beer. It's I, it's really no, good. it's really good. It's really good. But they're just very, very close. They're very close. And I think where Mondays edges out Connie Creek is there's that little bit of extra touch of that burnt caramel that I look for. Yeah, but you're a multi guy, so like the Connie hits your multi center where this is a little drier. And, and that's, that's yeah, why I the difference. There, I'm yeah. digging that. It's uh, I'm kind of going outside of my comfort zone. When it comes to that, I, I, the dryness of that Marzen's really hit me tight. Cool. That's why I, when I brought it down, I thought it was a fest beer, like a traditional yeah, fest beer. Yeah, it hits like a fest beer. Yeah. But the color of it, and it is a little sweeter than a fest beer. So, yeah, it's definitely a Mar. They're both Marzen, right? I mean, in the interest of, of fair play, um, I do have to say Mike Moore offered me free Blink-182 tickets if I vote for Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you took that. It's corrupt. Those tickets are like $500 right now. My goodness. So speaking of $500, we have some $500 breweries coming into play here. We have some top of the chain. For God's sakes. Next year, can we bring in some out-of-state breweries? We will. So we I can will. just shit on them? Yeah. <laughs> like... I'll, bring, I'll bring some New Jersey stuff. I'll get Vince to give me some oh, New we'll Jersey stuff. Oh, we'll shit on those. Yeah, we'll shit on those. You literally brought like six of my favorite breweries in here. And it, it's, it's a murderer's row here. We're we're picking our favorites, but there's no beer here no. that that supersedes the other. Um, but we are going down to two of our favorite breweries 
in the area, we have Cellar Works and Hitchhiker. I'm going to introduce Cellar Works first, of course, because this is up by That's my neck your, of the woods. Yeah, it's one of your hometown heroes. So Cellar Works here. This is their Wandrin. Um, I got it here in a beautiful uh, glass crowler. This is a uh, this yeah, is nice, wonderful. A nice swing top. There. I love yeah. this thing. This is beautiful. So this is a. It's a. I think it's five and a half percent. It is a Marzen beer. Um, it's supposed to have very forward notes of dry caramel burnt notes, which is what I like a lot. And I've had several pints. I love this beer a lot. So if go ahead, Adam, while you're pouring that beer for everybody else, I'm going to let you know where you can find Cellarworks. They are up Whoa. in the Sarver area. Carbonated very well, by the way. Very that, well, that yeah. That gave a good spritz on Great the service up there, man. They knew what they were doing. I told them it was for a podcast. They're like, let me take care of this. So Cellarworks is up in Sarver, PA. Um, they're on a trail where you can go to like Recon Brewing if you keep going up that way. It's a great area. Um Cellarworks is predominantly known for stouts and their adjunct beers. The Puffed series mm-hmm. is really big for them. Um, this beer, though, they went back to more traditional German-style beer. And I got to say, I've had a few pints of it. This is why I brought it. I think it's a banger, man. Okay. Can, I, can I ask when you got this filled? Uh, that was last week. No way. It was. It's it, very well. I mean, look at the head we're getting on these. Like, so Very right, well carbonated. We are. It popped off the break. Like, I yeah. thought you might have got it like yesterday or two days ago. No, we recorded last no. Saturday. And when I got home, I grabbed that beer. No way. Yeah. I'm going to seal that right back up because we're going to finish this. Yeah. The I dropped off the uh, Shatface Pumpkin Ale to uh, the head brewer of Cellarworks. Shout out, Cellarworks. And uh, I grabbed this beer. So, as you guys are taking your first sips, I have to ask you, what's the funniest thing you've seen a stranger do in public? Jason. I mean, it's kind of rude, but I like watching people fall on ice. I'll even look up on YouTube videos of people falling on ice. Sometimes it's just too good. crazy. You just ice down to the sidewalk and... in front of your house. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, my brother, I mean, I never saw this, but his driveway is like super steep and it puts his garbage can at the bottom he said one time he just like crouched down and just slid all the way down oh yeah does he have a ring doorbell could you see that (laughs) adam i i thought long and hard to not include this person um i don't know if i should say a name i don't know what do it i don't know if he's looking dox he might be looking for jobs right now but matt you were there the casino during oh my, my bachelor party God, yeah it was the funniest thing i've ever seen in public uh he <laughs> had a couple beers he wasn't driving it was fine yeah we were staying at a hotel um, adjacent to the but casino. he not only was very vocal about how he wanted to perform on some slot machines but started pumping up the people next to him and it was <laughs> incredible one of my favorite parts was there was a there was a lady who was not doing well at a slot machine he walked up next to her and he went <sighs> And smelled the slot machine. He goes, this one's a winner. He puts his card in. He literally said, you know what this one smells like? Money. (laughs) Puts his card in and hits for $200. What? The lady was like, what the fuck? (laughs) And she like looked at him. He's like, you got to know when to cash out. And he hits the fucking cash out button, takes his card out, and she shifted over. So he came back to it. He's like, he smells the one she was on. He goes. He left this one too early. He puts his card in, hits it, goes for 25 bucks. He's like, God, no one to cash out. Hits the fucking button. 
but I hate people like that. Yeah, I'll I, go to the casino. I'm like, oh, he was, Damn, he, I can't he was being an ass, but it was funny uh, for all of us yeah. to watch from a distance. I, I die. I, my, my stomach hurt from laughing. <laughs> my, my favorite thing was he went up to right next to a different person. He was like, hey, how's it going? And he was very sincere, like acting like he wasn't drunk. Put his card in. <laughs> first, <laughs> first spitty for like 68 cents. And he was like, Woo! <laughs> I can pay child support for three of my five kids. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, go over to cash out. <laughs> he hit the button, cashed out with sixty-eight cents. Oh, it was man. a great. It was a great. Night. It was a good time, man, for sure. Yeah, uh, it was probably the hardest I laughed. At oh, I, I was ever. dying, man. You also broke your knuckles that night. Yeah, it was after that. <laughs> <laughs> I had too good of a time. Yeah, he, he tried to RKO somebody, and he like. Yeah, like we'll just call him somebody because yeah. he's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the wedding and he's gone. If Adam fucks up and gets married a third time, he's not in the wedding. <laughs> no. So Adam, we have to have a a, a, a rival against Sellerworks. You brought something in. What do we got? Yeah, I brought my heavy hitter from the first poor event this year for the Three Rivers Craft Beer Week. We got the Hitchhiker Oktoberfest. This is a Marzen brewed with Pilsner Vienna and Munich malts and uh, fermented with the traditional October yeast strain. So this is uh, this is going back to Germany as well. Kind of similar to the cellar works you brought. I'm trying to uh, compete with you as best I can. And I can tell you right now, just with the color of it, it's <laughs> the color of it's already... Ball. It's a very different color. It's a, it's a yeah. lighter color than the Cellarworks offering. It tr- it truly is. Jason, go ahead and take your first sip. I'm taking your first sip, and I'm going to ask you guys: Have you ever been kicked out of a public place? Adam goes first because <laughs> I know yes. there's no doubt in my fucking brain he's been booted out of something. Fucking shitty bar in Baltimore once. Yeah, uh, the Let's mall. Hear about this shit. The mall. <laughs> <laughs> Baltimore, you had to do some reckless shit. I don't even remember what happened. We went to uh, I went to a concert there in like 2012. Then yeah. I tried to go to a nightclub after. They let everybody I was with in and didn't let me in. What the? What? what how were you presenting? I called the bouncer jackass. That, I handed him my ID. I didn't. That's say all you anything. called him? Yeah. That's pretty tame. Oh well, it was literally like, well, I'm here with three other ladies, so apparently, yeah, you're just keeping me out because yeah. I'm. I mean, I was yeah. drunk, but we were let Ubering. them in. Like, yeah. <laughs> So like, fuck you. I, th- I think I said, fuck you, jackass. <laughs> oh, that'll I'll do it then. That didn't help. That'll get you far. Didn't that'll help. get you yeah. going. Yeah. Didn't get me far at all. I went to a different bar. Without the people you were with? No, they came back. Oh, we went to a different Good bar. friends. Yeah, yeah, Good friends. Well, they didn't want to go into a... I was the one that lived there. Like, I was in D.C. at the time, so I was like, showing yeah. them around, but being the one dude was... That's tough. Not great. When yeah. you're the one guy in a group of people, you kind of have like these expectations put on you that are kind of, you know, like. Oh, all, we were all drunk. But yeah. we Like, we were Ubering around Baltimore. Yeah, like, we yeah. were staying in Baltimore for the night, so we were all fine. Yeah. But but still, like, even you still have, like, that, like, oh, things go, whatever. Like, and then I got kicked got out us. of the South Hills Village Mall when I was in high school because I went <laughs> up the. Down, I went up the downside of the elevator. That sounds about right. And the right. security guard was a stupid fucking asshole. <laughs> you still sound bitter about it. He called my parents. <laughs> <laughs> before I could drive. Jason, what about you? Um, 
Did they de- <laughs> no. Adam, did they detain you or just kick you out? No, they just like sat with me on the curb till my mom answered <laughs> and then, the phone. That's even sadder. Yeah, it was stupid as <laughs> shit. I was just wondering. They it's like, come on. Parents. I was just trying to get back up to Pax. I to get some sweet board shorts, bro. <laughs> what about you, Jason? I have been kicked out of somewhere before. Okay. Um, we were in a bar uh, in Key West, a bunch of buddies of mine and myself. We were on a, like a, a late fall trip. Uh, we worked together up here. Uh, some stranger, I got up to go to the restroom or something. Some stranger took my seat. I came back. I've had a few drinks at this point. And, uh, Bro up, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, I was sitting here. Kick me and the Morgan. guy went to like step to me. And like I used to, to I, I, I used to be. Are you from New Jersey? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, from my like um, robust physique here, uh, I used to be in semi law enforcement. But a lot of the guys I was with for this trip were in actual law enforcement for real. So they all just like stood up behind me, and the guys like, "Wow!" And then the guy came over and goes, "Yeah, you guys need to leave. We don't need any kind of trouble here." <laughs> so I almost somebody steal my seat almost caused a fight, which caused us to get kicked out. Adam. We have to figure out who's winning here between Cellarworks and Hitchhiker. Now, I'm going to let Jason go first. Oh, man. Because I like putting pressure on you. I, I noticed. Yeah, I'm enjoying this a lot. Damn it. So, what I want you to do, Jason, for me, is pick which one that you want to have the hate come to you more than the other. Because we do have a decent reach. They're going to hear this, and you're going to decide... Who you don't like. I'm not used to being the bad guy unless we're talking about <laughs> disciplining my kids. And then, yeah. I'm, then I'm bad cop. These are like your two kids right now and you got to pick your favorite. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. I Again, know. like we've talked about all these beers. And I'm not just blowing smoke. Every single one of these you can crack open. Pour it in your glass, and you're going to have an enjoyable evening drinking it. Absolutely. They're all fantastic. But which one do you hate more than the other? (laughs) (laughs) I like Hitchhiker more than the other. Okay. I'll I'll lean towards Hitchhiker. So Cellarworks could burn down. Is that what? I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. Your words. So you'd pick Hitchhiker. Yes. What's the flavor point that you would pick for, for Hitchhiker? Is it more flavor or is it a different kind of profile for you? It's a little bit bolder for me okay. than, than the Cellarworks one is. That's what that's what I'm getting out of it. Okay. The untrained palate. All right. But I'll 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 be the expert. No, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree that there is a bolder taste in the hitchhiker. Yeah. And in some way, like bolder than I when I had it on draft. I brought yeah. this because I literally brought this in as my heavy favorite. Having it at first pour. But drinking them side by side, I actually am voting for the Cellarworks. It's a little bit drier mm-hmm. and yeah. a little bit lighter bodied, and I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Weird <laughs> enough, I, I, I totally thought I was going to. Who's on the island? I, I, I th- no, no, no. I thought I was going to put Hitchhiker through to the finals, to yeah. be honest. I thought you were too, because when you brought that beer out, you were like, here's my shit. Like, yeah. you almost brought, like, it was like Conor McGregor come up the first time, like, here, come, here comes my dude. Um, and it still is, but the Cellarworks is very impressive. Yes, very much Especially so. after sitting for a week. A week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead, and I'm also going to go with Cellarworks. Um, I do like Cellarworks a lot. Not to go against Jason Mickey Contrarian. Again. I understand what you're, mm-hmm. what you're doing. No, and it's true. This is a bolder yes. Marzen flavor. 
but the dryness yeah, like of the, dryness. the cellar works is what sells me. It's interesting, the dryness. <laughs> <laughs> so I am going to go ahead and put Cellar Works over top of Hitchhiker, which is a surprise. A very big surprise here. So, guys, we have a very unique opportunity here where we have a stout pumpkin in Arboretum Trail going against Monday's Marzen and Cellar Works Marzen. We have to pick a favorite. We have to pick a king of the fall season. We, can we say I will acknowledge? Yes, I will acknowledge you, my tribal chief. You brought uh, two of your beers, made it to the finals, and only yeah. one of mine did. I, I'm pretty happy so about good that. Job. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. Um, what we could do, if you want, we could take a quick break, have a little nip of each one, and figure it out, and come back. If you'd like. Come back with one question. And one then... question and a decision. I like that. Okay. I like that idea. So we'll see you in one moment. So we're back. We poured out the beers for ourselves. We have Arboretum Trail, Mondays and Cellar Works. And I'm going to start with Jason. Jason, final vote. Three-way dance of death here. Who are you putting your uh, your name on? Even though I didn't vote for them in the opening round, uh, now that we – you know, narrow down to our finalists here. I'm going to have to cast a vote for Cellar Works. Okay. Adam. I'm still a stout boy. Yeah. I got to vote for Arboretum. I like Cellar Works very, very close. And I'm glad you said that because my vote goes for Cellar Works. Very complex flavor profile the, for. They're very. The, and Monday's very good yes. for as young as they are. Yes. Cellar works great, but like the between like cellar works and Monday is very close. Yes, very much so. The, yeah. roast, the roast is king. Yeah, I, I will accept yours. It's not none of them were bad beers. No, so I will the, accept these. This was my favorite battle of Fall Fest beers of all time, uh, because we had six absolute banger beers. So again, we have Hitchhiker Mondays, Connie Creek, Inner Groove. Our Broom Trail, Cellar Works, all of these fall beers are incredible. But in the Jojitorium today, Cellar Works reigns supreme. You can't go wrong with any of them. None of them. You know which one was the worst? Which one? I had a Jenny Oktoberfest right yeah. before this started. I was afraid he was going to say mine. <laughs> <laughs> so we are into the last part of this podcast. Jason, you've been a phenomenal guest. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your first beer with us. We truly appreciate it. So um, I know you don't have social media for Mesh Mash, but uh, when you do, we're going to punch it out there for you, man. We're, we're going to be there to help you to grow and, and get bigger and get in some festivals. And I can't wait to interview you when you're at a festival. You're my first person <laughs> I'm coming to whenever Thank I you. have that. So, But if in the meantime, if you want to see the pictures of how you brewed your first beer, where can they find those? Uh, again, just on our, uh, our personal social media, uh, Facebook, uh, Jason Mesher on Facebook or Zach Mesher. I know we posted some stuff on there. And uh, a little bit of stuff on uh, Instagram, Drama Dads, J on Instagram. That's where you'll find us so far. Awesome. Well, and congratulations on getting your first beer, and I can't wait for the second one. Thank man. you very much. Yeah. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah. Adam, what's on tap, and where can you find us? <laughs> uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, the Apple Cider Donut Brown Ale. Uh, again, $5 for a 12-ounce bottle. We'll throw you some stickers in the bag. Uh, and then all the proceeds go to the 412 Food Rescue 
Um, aside from that, we do have the Tortuga and Fuego one, the Poblano smoked pale ale. Uh, so it's a Poblano, it's a pepper beer, not spicy, just get the pepper flavor. And then it's uh, pale ale smoked with cherry wood. Very good, coming in at 6.2%. And we have a little bit of that English dark mild that uh, rocked the Bring Up a Cure Festival. Coming at just 3.9%, a nice sipper. And it's a good traditional English dark mild. If you want to get beer that placed third in a chili cook-off, <laughs> you can follow Adam at Bash underscore Brew on all social media. After you ruined it with your shitty chili. I did. Facebook, Instagram. Way to hold on the legacy. <laughs> <laughs> He's also untapped. If you want to go on the boys down here at Joe Tormier, at DecayandWTB on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on TikTok. Don't forget about our Gmail account, DecayandWTB at gmail.com, and our Redbubble, where dad hats are always $19.52. You can always support us by supporting us on our YouTube by following us, subscribing, and hitting that notification button. Does nothing for you but everything for us. We're going to get 100 subscribers by the end of the year, and you could be a big part of that. So for wherever you are listening to this on a beautiful Sunday afternoon or a Monday morning like Jason here, until next time, cheers. Come get some son of a brick on November 19th. Woo! I'm standing over the bottling bucket with like a shit. Huh? I don't know what that's called right now either. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about the wire. It, it filters it. things. It's like <laughs> a cone so shape. I think you're trying to hold an ass right now. Yeah, but it's the round thing that you str- strainer. <laughs> strainer. Oh, I'm okay. Hold- wow, not what I thought you. It's, it's the butthole. The butthole that you. <laughs> <laughs>